This podcast is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to provide medical diagnosis or treatment advice. Guests on this podcast express their own opinions and conclusions. Please talk to your healthcare team regarding your specific situation. Welcome to the Speak Gyno podcast. I'm your host, Nee Gutenfelder, and I'm excited. Joining us today is Catherine Lawrence Ireland. She is a nutrition expert and founder of Food Save Me in South Lake, Texas. Catherine grew up in Louisiana and joined the Air Force after graduating from college as an aerospace engineer, and she served in the United States Air Force for four years at locations including Florida, Kansas, Saudi Arabia, and Iraq. She later moved to Fort Worth, Texas to work as an engineer at Bell Helicopter. Catherine left the corporate world to become a subject matter expert in nutrition. She became certified in plant-based nutrition from Cornell University, and she also studied at the world-renowned Cushy Institute in Massachusetts. In 2008, she became an instructor for The Cancer Project, a national nonprofit in Washington, D.C., who offers nutrition and cooking classes for the community. In 2010, she broadened her outreach work as a Dallas site lead for the nationwide GEICO study to introduce healthy eating to its employees. And she has also served as an instructor and manager of the Cornell online nutrition program for four years. She taught over a thousand physicians and medical personnel how to apply important nutrition information to their patients and practices. And in 2015, she opened Food Save Me, a 5,000 square foot demo kitchen in South Lake. Catherine's passion is empowering people to improve their health, their perspective and lives through healthy eating. She has taught over 8,000 students healthy eating in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. Her classes are free and this is how she pays it back to the community. Catherine has also been featured in Dr. Neil Barnard's best-selling book, The Cheese Trap, and presently doing interviews for her role in his upcoming book, Your Body in Balance, which is coming out February of 2020. You have quite an extensive background, Catherine. Welcome. (laughs) Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Thank you so much. If you can start off by sharing with us, how did you end up focusing on nutrition? How did your story start? Sure. Uh, About 15 years ago, I was working at Bell as an engineer there, and I was 27 years old, and I started to have horrible abdominal pain uh, that wouldn't go away. And I kept getting misdiagnosed. They couldn't figure out what it was. And eventually, I was diagnosed with stage 4 endometriosis, ovarian cysts, and uterine cysts, and... Uh, My case was very aggressive. My endometriosis had wrapped around my colon and some other digestive organs, and it created a lot of pain whenever my food tried to move through my body. I also had some adhesions attaching my colon to my abdominal wall, so that's where the pain came from. So my doctor recommended very strongly that I needed a full hysterectomy Mm -hmm. because I was too high risk for endometrial cancer, he said. And he mentioned that I was going to be infertile anyway, so it really didn't matter. I remember just, I know, I remember just being completely devastated because I didn't, I was single, I didn't have kids or anything, and I wasn't sure what to do. And that was probably the first time in my life when I started asking questions about food. I asked, you know, is there any cure for what I have? Is it, does it have anything to do with my diet? At the time, my diet was awful. (laughs) Didn't include much healthy food at all. I was also drinking a lot of sodas and having cheeseburgers and all (laughs) kinds of snacks and things. But what shocked me was that he said, no, 
there's no cure for this and it has nothing to do with your food choices that you've made and you need to have this hysterectomy. It's urgent. Mm-hmm. So I ended up getting some more opinions and I continue to be told this, this same scenario. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was very discouraged and a friend luckily and reluctantly, she, I let her drag me to a nutritionist and she talked to me about what certain foods can do to a woman's reproductive system, uh, what foods can help to rebuild it. And this is the first time in my life I ever really considered that my food choices might be able to improve my health or were responsible for my poor health. I can't believe I've never considered it before now that I look back on it, (laughs) but I was like, oh my gosh. So I went home and I cried. I thought, I can't change, you know, I can't start eating that way. I'm Cajun from South Louisiana. Like, (laughs) you know, I love my food, but I, my mom really, really, wanted grandchildren and so I wanted to be able to tell her that I had tried everything so I tried this diet I went on it it's a whole food plant-based diet um, no added oils or anything like that and it was an experience at first I I didn't have a good uh, I didn't have a support system here in the area and it wasn't it wasn't so common as it is today so I felt very challenged in finding recipes and things like that so I did this and for about it was about six weeks, and I actually had kept the schedule for the hysterectomy. I thought just in case, you know, and so he was going to do an early laparoscopy. So he went in early after about six weeks of me changing my diet, and he they woke me up early. It was much sooner than I expected, and he said, you know, about 95% of your problems are gone. And he said I had tremendous scarring um, inside my abdomen, and I had this this um, adhesion that I mentioned earlier. And he said, he said I've never seen this before because you had you had this problem consistently for over six months, so it didn't come and go with your cycle. And I said, oh my, God, you know, I can't believe this. And my mom chimed in and said, oh, she's been on this weird diet. <laughs> and my doctor said, no, that's not it. This is a miracle. Yeah. This is a miracle. And my mom was insisting, no, she's she changed her diet, and no this is a miracle. I've never seen anything like this. So that was, I guess, the first day of the rest of my life. And I realized I'm going to keep eating this way. So I continued on. And after about six months, I had had seven fibroid cysts in my breasts. And after about six months, they completely dissolved. That's incredible. Yeah, it was was fascinating. And I also lost 55 pounds. Hey, that's a plus. I know, right? (laughs) I wasn't even thinking about losing weight. And so, but I was overweight when I got sick. All sorts of like my cholesterol dropped, my hair, I started to get new hair growth at 27. And it was just really caught my attention that, oh my gosh, I think there's more to this than I once knew and than most people knew. Mm-hmm. So you change your diet and you just never look back. Yeah, I well, I looked back a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I never looked back. I think the defining moment for me after I had gone through this healing, the news did a story on veterans and what they're doing in the area and they covered my story and it got picked up in a couple of markets. So I got hundreds of emails from women the next day saying I was in the same situation as you. I had no idea there were options. You know, I had the hysterectomy and I remember mm-hmm. staying up late one night reading these and just bawling and yeah. thinking some, something has to be done. We as women are not being told. And, and I think that a lot of the doctors are not aware of the science of nutrition and reproductive diseases, especially. So that was my moment when I decided that I'm going to be all about nutrition and 
and um, wasn't going to be an engineer anymore. Wow, that is just quite a story. And is that when you founded Food Save Me or? Uh, Food Save Me came later. Okay. So after I made that decision, I left Bell. I, I went to school for nutrition, like you mm-hmm. mentioned, and I taught for several, several years. And it was a challenge, you know, bringing food and cookware everywhere all over town. And, and I wanted to have a stable base as my, as my student list was growing. So I founded Food Save Me much later in 2015. Okay. Mm-hmm. What is your goal or mission? Our mission is to provide free nutrition education to the community at no cost, with no strings attached, no barriers, just get the, the information out there. And I believe in order to be effective when you're providing nutrition information, you also need to show how to prepare that food and let them taste it. So all of our classes, we have a strict policy. Whenever we're teaching about nutrition, we're also preparing food. We're letting people taste it and get excited about it. So then they'll go home and implement the diet. But that's our goal to educate everyone for free. Well, I can say from personal experience coming from the classes, because I will admit I am a picky eater. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. I am. Oh. But I love seeing the food prepared and that I could sample it before going home and making a big batch. And it's like, oh, I don't like it. But I always leave with new mm. recipes and new things to try. So my husband and I just really love it. Oh, that's amazing. I love this is very special for me to be on this podcast because you're one of my first students uh-huh. from um, gosh, 10 years ago or so. Yeah. And to think that we're back here and I'm doing more nutrition and you're doing advocacy work. I mean, it's, it's nice. It's come full circle. Yeah. <laughs> Who would have known? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Could you share with us, are there some cancer fighting foods that we can all incorporate in our diet? Oh, absolutely. So there are specific foods that we can incorporate, but then there are also just general practices that are good for preventing cancer. Or I want to say, whenever I mention preventing cancer, that also applies for survivors helping to reduce their risk of recurrence, so to help them to recover. So primary for women are foods that are rich in beta carotene. So that would be, that's that orange pigment. So carrots, mangoes, sweet potatoes, and pumpkin. And then beta carotene is also found in our dark leafy greens. So don't leave those out. So, you know, our saying that that we use with PCRM is orange is the new pink. So it's these beta carotene rich foods that help women prevent breast cancer. And we need to be having at least one serving of those today. I mean, a day. Studies show that that'll help reduce our risk of cancer breast cancer by about 24%, it looks like. So that's for women. I would say for men, the the biggest single food recommendation would be tomatoes or a food that's rich in lycopene. So it's that, that red tomato. A cooked tomato has four times more lycopene than a raw tomato. And that lycopene is what helps to protect men from prostate cancer. And so that's a big deal. Men need to have at least two servings of cooked tomatoes per week. So those would be the most, I would say, specific recommendations, but dark leafy greens and beans are are nature's magical foods for digestion, carrying away toxins, balancing our hormones, removing our cholesterol. They're kind of a, you know, those are a necessity, I would say, daily. Okay, that's good to know. Mm -hmm. Now, Catherine, what is the most powerful dietary recommendation for cancer prevention and recovery? Well, I think it all starts with fiber. Fiber has some really important functions in terms of cancer. 
So for one, fiber removes toxins and carcinogens from the body, and that's really important to to detox. And then also fiber helps to remove excess hormones. So that would be very important for a hormone-driven cancer, for example. So Mm -hmm. breast cancer, prostate, endometrial, ovarian, any of those hormone-driven cancers it would be important for. But the problem is that most Americans are not getting enough fiber. The research indicates that we need at least 40 grams of fiber a day, a minimum. That should Mm -hmm. be our goal is a minimum, but most Americans are getting about 10 grams of fiber a day. Gosh. At best. That's a fraction. (laughs) At best. So if we're thinking of you know, wanting to prevent cancer or recover from it or reduce our risk of recurrence, fiber, its function of removing those excess hormones, removing the carcinogens, can be, it it is an important factor. And we wouldn't want to be near the average American. We'd want to get up to 40 or more. I know that when patients are going through certain phases of their treatment, sometimes they're, you know, they get low on their fiber. and, And fiber is important to keep moving waste out of the body and and removing all that extra stuff that we don't want. When they're looking at fiber, looking at it from the most natural and whole form would be the best. So fiber is only found in plant foods. We get soluble and insoluble. And so those are going to be better than um, like taking a fiber supplement or something like that because I know some of the treatments can interfere with digestion and the other nice thing about fiber is that it's a prebiotic it's the it's really interesting the the fiber in beans especially is um, makes it all the way through our small intestine into our large intestine and that's actually the food for our good bacteria so when we're going through treatment or you know um, or have just overcome it, you know, building up that good, healthy gut bacteria is going to be so important. And you need fiber from beans in order to do that. That'll be the prebiotic to create all that good, good immune boosting stuff. So that's, that's really important. Know. I've yeah. never heard of that, the fiber being a prebiotic. It is the fiber in beans. It's really fascinating. I heard Dr. Joel Furman talking about it recently at a conference and it was and that's the only fiber that can make it all the way through the the small intestines which is a large journey a long journey <laughs> <laughs> now Catherine you're very you're very upbeat and energetic could you share what keeps you excited what keeps you passionate about what you do <clears throat> a couple of things I would say the best part of my story which I left out so I was told I was completely infertile when I got sick and I would never recover and what's happened I you know after my recovery and I got married I, I went on and I had children uh-huh so I have three boys they're two six and eight uh, for reference, I'm 42 now, so I just had a 40 year a, a baby at 40, but they're my reminder, and I've eaten this way for 15 years, including through my pregnancies, and they are vibrant. I mean, they're boys. They climb the walls. They're wild animals. They were all about 10 pounds when oh, they were wow. born. Yeah, I think the last one might have been nine, but they're my daily reminder of what's possible. Anything is possible. If I had just said, if I had given up and just said, okay, I'll have the hysterectomy, I would, I would never know this life that I have now. So that motivates me. 
also uh, students coming to the classes. Even though we have classes on specific topics, cancer, heart disease, diabetes, F Food Save Me, I've seen just dozens of ailments healed by a plant-based diet. And mm-hmm. so I think it's exciting. You know, when someone gets drugged into a class because they're trying to support, you know, a spouse <laughs> and they don't want to be there, and but they find there's something in this for everybody. And that's why I feel like it's this amazing secret that should not be a secret. So I'm excited about it. I think I find it very empowering the effect that food has over our sickness. And I really just want everybody to know about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we are very fortunate to have you here in our community as well as Food Save Me. Thank you. If we have listeners that may be in other areas where they're not near a Food Save Me. Are mm-hmm. there resources that you could provide us or share with us? Oh, sure. Yeah. So if you're near Food Save Me, our website is foodsavemecom But the first place, if you're looking for nutrition and cooking classes in your community, the Cancer Project, who I started with, is now called PCRM. Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine, and they have a website of all of our instructors, and you can find that website at fflclasses.org, so food for life, fflclasses.org. They can find instructors who teach the cancer and diabetes and weight loss kickstart programs there. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Thank you so much for that. I could say that from my personal experience after attending your nutrition classes, I always walk away wanting to eat healthier so it's very encouraging and I know from you know just from my own experience as a patient I've wondered you know is there something that I can do that is within my control and nutrition is definitely a huge factor absolutely absolutely it is so thank you so much, Catherine, for the impact that you're making and the service that you're offering to the community. It is, it's simply amazing. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> we appreciate all of our listeners for joining us today. Please share our podcast with someone you think may benefit from listening. It can be shared through our website, speakgyno.org, Facebook, or iTunes. And as always, may we empower you, inspire you, and spark conversations.